Hey, we're Blender Style, and we want to show you that we're good for something. On this episode, we're discussing the Springfield, Massachusetts band Stained and their second album, Dysfunction, released on Flip Records in 1999. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Flip Records? Is that from... So this album was co-produced by uh, Fred Durst from The Biscuit, The Limp One. I have heard of that band. Um, also Terry Date, who did... Uh, he was the producer on this. He was the producer, the main producer. Uh, he did Pantera, I think every Pantera album. He definitely did Vulgar Display uh, of Power and, and uh, tons and tons he of did Soundgarden. great albums. I don't know which album. Deftones. Deftones. Um, and I, I read that when... Fred Durst, Fred Durst is responsible for getting this band signed, but when he first saw their their initial album, the cover depiction of like a Barbie doll getting crucified and some other stuff uh, made him think that these guys were Satanist and it was too gruesome and he tried to get them kicked off the tour and nothing, didn't want anything to do with them. And then after hearing them live, pushed really hard to get them signed. I don't know how true that is. That's why Stain never toured with DSAG. There you go. So uh, it makes sense now. So I figured this is kind of one of those albums that uh, I was really kind of big into back in the in the early two thousands. Really? Um, Did you get into it when it came out, or when? I, I want to say I got into it around ninety nine, maybe the beginning of two thousand. Um, but it's been so long, I don't remember. I remember um, we drove up to. Flagstaff, Arizona, to watch our buddy Will's band at the time. Him and his brother had that band, Clone 117. Uh, uh, and this was probably around 97. They played with Sacred Right. I'm wearing a Sacred Right oh, shirt. I did yeah, they did that. that. And Obituary. And uh, watched his band, their first show ever. And then came back, and a couple years later, this band came out, and it was on the radio. And I had kind of lost contact with Will in the meantime. And uh, I thought this was Clone 117 when I first heard it. Did uh, they sound like this? They were very similar in sound. Um, uh, I I don't think I ever heard them. Uh, and and so uh, I it kind of instantly clicked that like oh this is really cool you know and then when I found out who it was, that's trippy that you say that because the first time I hear heard Stain that I recall actually listening to a Stain album mm-hmm. or song, I was in a car with Will. Yeah, and we were driving the band practice because we were in a band with your brother. Okay, okay. and. Uh, so this was like 2000, I think. Um, it's been a while. It came on the radio. Okay. And he, I like looked over and he was like lipping all, lip syncing all the lyrics. He like <laughs> knew the song completely. And I was just like, I kind of, I saw what he saw in the, in uh-huh. Stain, like the more depressed kind of yeah. stuff. And uh, it, I got an appreciation for it, but I never went back and really listened to yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think I ever really got into anything after this album. Um, I think this album was because it was so similar to, to you know, uh, Clone One Seventeen at the time, uh, and it just kind of like clicked with me, and and so it kind of interested me. What about you, Nate? So the first time I heard them was Breaking the Cycle. <laughs> That's the um, one after this one, right? Yeah, and uh, ever si- and I enjoyed that album. I enjoyed it actually when I first heard it, even though friends were like, "Oh, sad boy." <laughs> like. I it's like pretty it. fucking emo, dude. It, it definitely is, and like listening to it now, 
uh, like I'm like a little like oh you know you're like I mow my own yard but but you know what you gotta it's give like... you gotta give them credit because this was emo but it was heavy emo it wasn't it was that poppy. emo element of new metal yeah it reminds me of Deftones I'm not a Deftones fan but it reminds me of like that kind of like whiny fucking lyrics woe is me yeah. self loathing kind of lyrics but I've also what I've always enjoyed about them honestly was like actually some of the musicianship mm -hmm. like especially even in with this album I wasn't very familiar with it actually I knew tracks off of it but uh, this is the first time I've like listened to it okay. you know what I mean and um, I definitely think there's some really good like guitar picking and guitar work that's going on. Uh, I have always loved the sound of Stain's drummer's vo uh, drums, mm -hmm. the snare, the way the yeah, it sounds you great. Know, and uh, I love how I love that I've like gone back and like heard this and heard how even. It, those drums aren't recorded the way they should be, but they sound still the same as they do today. Yeah. Like he's got a sound that he likes and it rings perfectly with my ears. I love his snare sound. And, um, I just think like, yeah, some of the musicianship and the songwriting is actually pretty good in this. Uh, his vocals at some points can get a little tiresome, you know, but you don't I like his really vocals in some parts. Oh, I do. But I think sometimes it gets a little, kind of one trick kind of thing that's you know? weird because i i kind of feel the opposite as you like i feel like the vocals are the standout and the music's just it's good but mm -hmm. it's i agree with the drum sound i think the vocals are honestly really good but i feel like a lot of people are that way they're more in favor of aaron lewis so i just want to throw out there that the musicianship in this is actually <laughs> really good you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. it honestly really is you yeah because he's kind of the front man especially around this time like bands had front men you know mm -hmm. what i mean so this is nothing like counting crows august and everything after the band's actually <laughs> doing something <laughs> so uh so kind of to touch on the the musicianship like you said there's some really cool guitar tones in this um, and some really like weird distortions and layerings. That yeah, they do. just go. The guitar sound on just go is yeah, great. It's almost like a mix between a wah and a fuzz pedal. Kind I don't. Of thing I just on. that it's, one was infectious for me. That's my favorite track on this album. Really? So I, I would have to say um uh probably crawl or home. Eh, crawl was okay. I, I just really like that guitar. Do like, you have a favorite song on this one, in Nathan? Honestly, I have to admit that like I don't have. I don't think there's anything bad on this. I enjoy this whole yeah. album. I, I really do. I, I think it's a, you know, I, I guess I'm also admitting that I'm actually a stained fan. I think they kind of come out with decent music and even, you know, these lyrics kind of seem contrary. Uh, sometimes honestly, the lyrics don't even make sense. Like, like the yeah. one where he's like talking about his mom and his dad and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. What? Like, well, so, so he, he said in interviews numerous times that like, this was a healing process for him because of like a bad childhood or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that like, I get the sense on, on it. And I, you kind of do pick up on that, but, but also, yeah, but now he does country music where like, yeah. I love my home and my family. Well, he's rich now yeah, or well, whatever. Now, he, now he's healed. <laughs> I don't mean to make poke fun at him, but it is kind of weird that it it's is. like it's a weird very, transition. He uh, kind of he's kind of a douchey character in real life. Like I've seen him like play acoustic on live or uh, play acoustic live, and then like yell at the crowd for talking or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, well, come on, bro. 
Also, like, but some of those dates, though, like, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm really, like, sticking up for this guy. But uh, <laughs> that is pretty douchey. But also, uh, some of these dates that he's playing are actually smaller venues. Mm-hmm. And, like, he picks to play these smaller venues. Like, you know to get what that I mean? internet feel. Exactly. So, like, I mean, if you go to a concert and the guy literally is up there with just an acoustic guitar, you think you'd keep your mouth shut. Or, I can uh, see that. I mean, you're not, you're not seeing Stained. You're seeing Aaron Lewis, which what? I wouldn't go see, but you're seeing Aaron <laughs> yeah. Lewis. And, yeah, so I kind of right, get it. All right, good point. I would go watch Stained, but I, yeah, I wouldn't ever go watch Aaron Lewis. just because. I mean, if he played here at Buck Owens, I'd probably go. I sure. I need a steak, the and baked pota- yeah, a steak and a baked potato. watching him play. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, so, shut the fuck up. Take These a are- picture in front of the Bakersfield sign. <laughs> Way too drunk. So, so kind of to touch what you said, Nate, uh, you, that, you know, uh, you never really got into this and then you listened to it. You enjoyed it a lot more than you thought you would. So sustained so was kind of one of those guilty pleasures. You know, after I heard it, you know, a lot of my friends didn't listen to it or at least i didn't know that they listened to it yeah so my it was, friends were not and it was it. always one of those closet bands that i would listen to when i wasn't around people or whatever and then that's uh, why you never shared this with me and then and i'd then like when listen the, to everclear after this album ended and then i want to say around like <laughs> like 2000 maybe 2003 or no maybe 2001 uh i was at my mom's house uh hanging out and list and i walked in and my brother was listening to this cranked up and i was like all what are you listening to? He's like, stained. And I was like, you like this? He's like, dude, it's so good. And I was like, finally, somebody with the kindred spirit. I can share this. <laughs> <laughs> and we sat there and listened to the Hell whole yeah. album. Well, this is the whole album. He's like, I didn't even know you like stained. I was like, I didn't know you like stained. They're like, you're like, let's never tell anyone <laughs> yeah, else. It's like, yeah. keep it a secret. Don't tell mom. The band name is horrible, though. Do you want to listen to Limp Bizkit <laughs> after this? <laughs> uh, yes. I yeah, do. the band name is bad. Stained. Did, 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 did. What's cool about this album, though, is it's kind of like a hidden gem because there was albums that came out around this time that get a lot more like praise and a lot mm-hmm. more talked about. You know what I mean? And uh, I think this is kind of like a looked over album, you know? Yeah. So to kind of touch on that, this album came out and it was like a like like you said, it, there was a lot of stuff getting a lot more publicity at the time. This took six months to reach number one on the Heat Seekers chart. I mean, it was a slow climb and it was a. And, and it was a, it's a really good album in that sense that it's amazing that it didn't get pushed harder at the time. And I don't know if that's just a, a matter of like Flip being a smaller label at the time, because I think this was pre-Interscope uh, acquisition. Mm. Um, and so they didn't have that budget to push these things. Um, or if it's because, you know, at the time, early 2000s, Britney Spears and all that stuff was kind of dominating the, the radio yeah. and MTV and all that stuff. Yeah, this um, is TRL days, you know. This and, well, is like... and, and I can't think of ever seeing like <laughs> totally a music video for for any of these songs. Not for Not this album. This, no. Yeah, the one after for sure. Which which is kind of weird because I think they did make a couple of videos, but I just I don't recall ever seeing one. Yeah. No. Um, Mud I mean, shovel, maybe. Maybe. Great baseline, dude. This whole album super is memorable. Good. I mean, with that said, what would you rate this, Nate? This is. Honestly, an album that's kind of like a hidden gem to me. I, I love it. I give it a 4.0, man. Okay. Nice. I really enjoy it. Wow. Uh, I love the drums, the some of the like chord progressions and the picking on the guitar. Uh, I think it's a solid album. I, I really enjoy it, actually. I give it a 3.6 out of 5. Okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty fucking good, dude. Um, there's some really good emotional parts that resonate with me. And then there's some part that I think 
some parts I think are totally just whiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the situation I'd want to listen to this is like, I want to like revel in my own grief, but I never want to do that. I'd rather yeah. like get up and do something and be more productive <laughs> with my life. This sounds a little, little too self-loathing, but I get it, especially in 99. Yeah, when I was in high school, and it's very nostalgic, you know. It's nostalgic, and it kind of still works. So uh, it's a three point six for me, guys. Casey, your pick: stained dysfunction. Um, So I I also gave this a three point six. I think it's it's a solid album. Um, It's it's a great feely album. Um, Like when you're down and out, you could listen to this, and it's kind of cool because you could be like, "Oh, somebody has it worse than me." (laughs) (laughs) um but at the same time i'm with nathan and i'm with you so i feel like the guitar work and the drum work and like the musicianship on it is really good and the the lyrical themes are kind of like stretching sometimes um but at the same time i kind of feel like it does get a little whiny at times it definitely does but but it's not in a bad sense i think when this came out you know emo wasn't really a big thing yet and so this was kind of the forefront. If, had emo stuck to like heavy music, I, I mean, corn was pretty emotional. It was, but it was heavy. Deftones was emotional. But they were heavier. I'm saying like as where emo evolved to later on. This yeah. was a good gap between grunge and new metal. It, yeah, exactly. With a dash of yeah, like dashboard like, confessional. <laughs> this is like the post grunge, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I thought it was a great album. Uh, Three point six. Um, had I rated this just off of my memory on it, probably would have rated like a four point two. Uh, then going back and kind of critiquing it, it dropped a little bit, but still one of my all-time, it's good. One of my all-time favorites. So yeah, I'm glad we all enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly. Cause now we can like be at parties together and be like, put on my shovel. Great baseline. We're blender style. That was staying dysfunction. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment, like subscribe and see you next week. I think we're a little dysfunctional.